Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our Linklater's Asia Data Protection podcast series. Um, I'm Alex Roberts. I'm leading our tech and data team um, for Asia from our offices in Shanghai. For today's episode, we're actually going to be discussing Thailand's new data protection law following its introduction last year. We're hoping to have a bit of a deep dive into some of the latest trends and key challenges. And I'm excited to be joined by my colleague Nat from our Bangkok, Bangkok office. Hi, Nat. Hi, Alex. Hi, everyone. Pleasure to be here. So, Nat, let's get stuck in. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the recent developments that you've been seeing in Thailand? Since the PDPA was issued in 2019 and fully enforced last year, we note that organizations, particularly those in regulated sectors, such as telecommunication, finance, or insurance, are actively trying to comply with the PDPA by putting in place privacy notices and consent forms. Some organizations can be seen to be relatively cautious in their compliance, as they are appointing DPOs before sub-regulations on DPOs have been issued. We understand this generally because they have a large retail customer basis, so their risk exposure under the PDPA's requirement is much higher. Thanks for that intro, Nat. And uh, in terms of the actual Thai regulator itself, I understand that's the Personal Data Protection Committee. H has it been actively enforcing the PDPA since it became effective? Although a number of complaints have been filed, the PDPC, or the Personal Data Protection Committee, has yet to make any enforcement since the PDPA became effective. However, there are other regulators, such as the Bank of Thailand, which has reprimanded organizations for non-compliance with data protection laws. Therefore, businesses should still ensure that they comply with the PDPA and other relevant data protection regulations, regardless of the lenient practice of the PDPC. It should also be noted that a data subject can directly sue a controller for non-compliance, as well as the reputational issues that can quickly escalate for non-compliant organizations in the connected world of social media. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, and I think a lot of people forget about that reputational point. So thanks for bringing that up. But just changing tact a little bit, um, I understand the PDPA follows the GDPR um, pretty closely. How, how is the market at the moment? Are, there, are people being inclined to move away from consent as a traditional legal basis for processing data, like we saw with the launch of the GDPR? Generally, organizations have a pretty good understanding that consent should be avoided if other legal basis of processing could be applied as a data subject has a right to withdraw consent at any given time. Nevertheless, we note that organizations are still reluctant or struggle to justify their reliance on other legal bases, such as legitimate interests. Organizations may be unclear on what data processing activities qualifies as being a legitimate interest. However, our recommendation to our clients is not to be afraid to rely on just legitimate interests if there are justifiable grounds to do so. In fact, when we advised a multinational bank on the sale of its consumer business, it was clear that customer consent was not required as legitimate interest could be used where the data subjects has been notified of the purpose of a transfer in the bank's privacy notice and the GDPR's three-part test was satisfied. Namely, one, a legitimate interest was being pursued, two, the processing was necessary for such purpose, and three, the data subjects' fundamental rights, freedoms, and interests was not overridden. But of course, this approach depends on each organization's use of data. That's super good to hear that now that we've actually got a bit of flexibility coming into the regimes in the APAC region. It's always, we find, not very practical when you need to go out there and get consents from all data subjects. 
there's definitely going to be a lot of the listeners out there that are actually at multinationals. So I think cross-border data transfers is probably going to be one of the key concerns for them. Can, can you just touch on whether that, that topic is also similar um, in Thailand as under the GDPR? Yes, the PDPA follows the GDPR in concept. However, businesses do not have clear visibility on this area because subordinate regulations have yet to be issued. Nevertheless, in October to early November 2023, the PDPC held public consultations relating to draft notifications on cross-border data transfer. The draft notifications aim to provide greater clarity on the adequacy decisions to be made by the PDPC and the appropriate safeguards the regulator is contemplating including the use of standard contractual clauses and a certification scheme, as seen in the EU. I got it. And that's actually a similar approach to what we see in China recently, where I'm based, of course. But is there any information on when the new regulations will be issued? Unfortunately, no. But once these regulations are issued, this will have a huge impact on multinational organisations as it would likely mean that they would need to update existing intra-group transfer agreements to comply with the PDPA. This is because even though the PDPA is modelled after the GDPR, there are local nuances that could subject organisations to different requirements. That said, while we wait for the PDPC to issue further rules and guidelines in this area, our current view is to rely on standard contractual clauses from the European Commission as a best effort approach. Ah, cool. That that definitely sounds like a practical tip for everybody. And then I guess another issue we often look at is extraterritoriality as being a key challenge um, for multinationals. Has there been any further clarity in that area? Similar to the GDPR's extraterritorial reach, the PDPA also applies to processing activities outside of Thailand to the extent they, one, target the offering of products or services to individuals in Thailand, or two, monitor behaviors of individuals in Thailand. To date, however, this issue has not received much attention from the PDPC, and the scope of this extraterritorial reach remains unclear. Nonetheless, we can help multinational organizations limit their exposure under the PDPA, such as by appointing a Thai entity to be a data processor instead, or appointing a joint DPO with their Thai entity. Again, this is subject to how each organization uses data, and we would need to look at each case specifically. Got it. Um, but before we end today's session, uh, let's discuss a little bit around sensitive personal information, if we may, as um, definitely in other markets around the region, we're often seeing this being subject to a higher threshold than um, compliance requirements for non-sensitive personal information. Have there been any challenges relating to this type of data in Thailand? Certainly, as religion, which is categorized as sensitive personal data under the PDPA, is dated on Thai national ID cards. Coupled with a practice in Thailand that a copy of the ID card is usually required to verify the identity of an individual. It can even be argued that Thailand may be more burdensome than other jurisdictions in terms of managing this type of data. In the case given, what organizations generally do is to redact such information prior to collection to avoid being subject to much more stringent requirements. This illustration of local nuance is why, notwithstanding the similarities between the PDPA and the GDPR, consulting with local lawyers like us can be very important to ensure compliance. Thanks, Nat. That's great to hear. And obviously, uh, I think there's a lot of um, interesting stuff in there for people to get their head, heads around. Hopefully, everyone's found it um, as useful as I have. And I'm sure if they've got any questions, they'll come back to you or welcome to go through myself, of course. 
Um, for, for those that are interested in more um, jurisdictions, the next episode that we're going to be covering is looking at some of the highlights in the new Vietnamese data regime. So do stay tuned and thanks for listening today. Goodbye for now. Thanks, Nat. Thank you.